and welcome. It's your host Tegan here for the Black Girlish podcast. Before we begin today, I'd like to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation on which we are meeting today. So today for my guest, I have a very, very close friend of mine, my sister girl, Renee, on the podcast with us. Do you want to say hi? Hey sis, hey. Hey. Hi. So yes. So Renee, do you Mm -hmm. want to start off... um, by telling us about yourself and what you're doing. So, um, as you know, my name's Renee Barney. I'm mm-hmm. a proud Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Mabiog Island and from Old Mapoon in far north Queensland. And my tribes are the Wagga Bagam and I am also a Kanju woman from Cape York. Um, I have lots of ties up in the north Queensland, as um, Tegan had already put out on her instagram posts yes, so i, I think did. hopefully everyone had a read of where i'm from um but yeah so i'm also a mum uh, a proud mum mm-hmm. to a little boy named harlem who is um yeah my pride and joy <laughs> and i'm at university at the moment studying a bachelor of midwifery all right deadly okay so you're from north mm-hmm. but you're living in the south yeah do you want to tell us You know, how did you come to live down here in Sydney? So in my early, well, teens, late, yeah, pre-20s, I guess, I moved down to Sydney from Brisbane. So I was born in Brisbane and raised in a place called Inawa. Oh. It's a big, um, (laughs) yeah, big Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander community um, back home. So, yeah, shout out to everyone back home, 407. Yes, represent. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I moved down here, uh, yeah, in my early, early twenties and, um, I was dancing. So I was studying at Naysta Dance College when it was at the Rocks. Mm-hmm. So it was a while back now. Um, they are currently located at Gosford. So it's been, a, it's been a while. Um, but I started dancing and I didn't finish at Naysta, but then I went on, I moved back to Brisbane and I started back at ACPA, still in the in the dance um, industry, the arts industry. Came back to Sydney, did a bit of freelancing with dancing and um, travelled a bit, but danced mainly here in Sydney with different type of shows, theatre, you name it. I did a little bit of hip-hop here and there, contemporary. Um, I think some of my bigger performance were from, for, from was um, for some international artists, so like T-Pain and Akon. Ooh. Yeah, so I know a lot of people would know yes. them. So they were like my bigger ones. But then like for Australia, there was, you know, Jay West, um, New Zealand. Um, Love Jay West. If yeah. you don't know who that is, I Melbourne guarantee artists. you know, Yeah. People will know that song. Back in the early 2000s, yeah. yeah. Um, who else was there? Savage. Like just oh, little. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know the song. You know the That's song. That's the song. Yeah. <laughs> So just that, and it kind of progressed from there. And then back home, there was, you know, my community, Anala, where we used to put on this um, showcase, um, was called Styling Up. So me and my sister girls would always, um, I suppose, yeah, showcase and dance there. I love and that. We brought some Naser girls down, uh, so well, back up to Brisbane yeah. to dance. And yeah, so that, I think it started really to get big from there as well. Mm. So, you know, and being a role model in the arts world and showing that, you know, sister girls not to be shamed. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, so that was my earlier years. Completely agree. And then I went into um, 
broadcasting. Oh. I did a little bit of admin work and then I went into broadcasting and I, um, when I was living in Redfern, I um, worked at Crew Radio for about seven years. Yes. Yeah. Love long it. time. That then, is a long time. Yeah. I almost had my son actually in the studio. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. But um, no, that was deadly. It was really, um, it was good for me because it, it built up, um, you know, my knowledge of community here and, yeah. and being accepted in, you know, the Redfern, Waterloo community. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. And it, it felt like a home away from home because there was a lot of black fellas there that yeah. I could relate to. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was pretty deadly. And then I saw a few brother boys that I knew from, from back home and I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? Like, yeah, it was just, it was just really nice. That was like in the early, mid-2000s. And then, yeah, from there, I went into, um, after I had my son, I decided, well, I really decided I wanted to work with women, but in, in health. Yeah. I didn't know how to go about it. And mm. um, it started off, actually, and I think it, I was with you, and I wanted to do um, pu uh, public health care. Yeah. 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 So we mm. were talking about it, um, and I actually applied to do that bachelor first at, U at UTS, UTS. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then I um decided to look at different avenues I guess as they opened my horizon when I actually went in and sat down with them and I said no I, I actually don't want to do this yeah I want to do the midwifery yeah course so yes. I ended up changing and it was just you know from my first day ever I, I won't forget it I was um really nervous actually and I went into uni my first day ever and I was going up the escalator and I don't know how this happened but I fell up up the I, escalator up the escalator how I still you... got the scar <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah it was a big fall uh, this was my first day so sorry. I was really really excited but super nervous at the same time <laughs> but all that adrenaline was just running through me <laughs> but yeah I had my first class and I thought yep this is mm. what I want to do yeah I had a really I, wouldn't, I shouldn't say scary, but my first lecturer, I will never forget her. She she really scared me because she was, it, she reminded me like, you know, like of a, a person that you don't want to disappoint. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. just taught really well. And mm. now she's my tutor. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's like some full circle. A full circle. Yeah. yeah. So she's no, like no. really in my corner and you know, really pushing for me to finish the degree. That's deadly. And it's so important to have, you know, um, more uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander midwives out there representing. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, we tend to have babies quite early in community. Yeah. But, you know, and especially when you're a young mum and you're coming in, it's first barb, it can be scary and quite intimidating when you don't have a face or you don't have a representation of yourself in that, um, how do you say, like scene. Yeah. You know. Well, that's right. Yeah, I think that's part of my motivation as well is that I can't relate to anyone. Just going back to when I had my son, like I had a really deadly midwife who was Aboriginal herself and um, it was easy to, you know, see her all the time mm. but then when I didn't see her and it was other midwives it was really hard to open up and be yes. real yeah like with her I could and then 
you know, she would understand me and get it. Like, even yeah. if I was just you making don't need a, to say much. Yeah. yeah, or making a joke, she would get it. She wouldn't take yes. it so serious. Yeah, completely. Um, but yeah, so I think that was part, that's part of my motivation is making sure that there's a face that other sister girls or families, brother boys can yes. can see and be like, hey sis, or just ask me. And they do that. Like yes. when I am out on placement and stuff, they say, hey sis, like, you know. Yes, and it's so important. And, you know, I think, you know, for a lot of my listeners, I'm not too sure, like, you know, for people who don't identify as, you know, black, indigenous, or they aren't women of colour, you know, we want them to understand that representation for us is so important Mm -hmm. you know because we're so underrepresented and you know it comes back to this whole thing about these institutions hospitals Mm -hmm. they are not you know if we look at history they're not built for black bodies yes definitely not built for us at all and you know you as a student midwife like how how is that for you as a student midwife when you're on placement at the hospital (sighs) well yeah i don't even know where to begin to be honest it's been tough for me mm. um as a and as a dark black woman too like it's it's hard yeah but i'm just thankful that i'm mature enough to understand that okay that's their perspective but mm. i'm ready to educate you all day every day i don't care how much or how exhausting it is for me I'm, I'm always ready to educate someone and say, hey, let's take it back a step and yeah. let's go, let's start again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I suppose directed at me as a black student, as a black, you know, wanting to be becoming a midwife, um, I also see, uh, it's just, I think it's really, it's a touchy subject because I've, experienced a lot of I suppose discrimination yeah we'll call it what it is yes it we're gonna call it what it is and you know that's the thing though you are a black woman it's a lived experience and that's what we're trying to you know reiterate to people out there that you know only other women of color would understand that you know we're absolutely in the same boat and it's Cause it's scary. It's really, really scary to you grow up and you become so um, what is it like hyper vigilant? Mm. You're so aware. Yeah. You're so aware. And yeah. You know, you going into the hospital as a dark skinned woman, trying to get this degree at a university. You know, so that's already you know these are some big hurdles. It's you it's know massive. Um. But I'm, I'm ready to jump. And you're doing it. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're I'm doing here. it. I'm not going nowhere. And you're on the home stretch too. So yeah, yes, like I'm yes. getting there. It's taken me a bit, but I look at it like it's it's the journey, it's a process, and I'm yeah. willing to, to be patient and mm-hmm. wait and, and just move along as slowly and appropriately for myself. Like I'm just. Yeah, keeping yourself safe. Yes. As you're going along. Yeah, and not yeah. burning myself out because there's been so many issues um, along the way that, you know, I've had to voice, mm. um, whether I'm standing alone or not. Um, but I've had, you know, lo- I've got lots of support. Mm. It's just that it's such a, I suppose it's a really tough, 
what do you call it, like a tough facility to yeah. enter as a black woman. Mm. But, you know, we do what we got to do because, I mean, no one can talk for us. That's no one it. understands how we feel and in these always, systems. Yeah, and there's always yeah. got to be a first. Yeah. There's always got to be a first. You know, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, it's really interesting. I'm just mm. happy to keep going along, but I'm, you know, I'm just hoping as well that when I am voicing my opinion and, you know, telling it how it is basically that they're listening. Yeah. And I hope they are because I'm not going nowhere. I've been basically told that um, I will never make it. <laughs> but. What a kick in the guts. Yeah, know. but it's just like I think she got the wrong one because oh. I was like, um. That's it. Like, no, mm. I don't think you're doing like you yeah. need to back up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm determined. Nothing's going to stop me. I've got really good feedback from other midwives and, you know, that's everyone good. wanting to support me. You know, you're just going to get that one in the lot that's just really negative and, you know, that's one in how many, you know, billions of people in this world. And, yeah, I mean, I can handle her, but, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, you <to>, can. <laughs> I'm ready to take this on. So. Yes. I don't know, but I just, you know, hope that this sets an example for other, you know, other Aboriginal and Torres Strait women to start thinking about, you know, coming into the nursing and midwifery world because I think, and I'm not too sure, but I mm. think we are 0.08% in Australia. Wow. So That's we don't ridiculous. have many, but yeah. it's it's really important. And the women that we do have, oh, my goodness, are so amazing. Yeah. You know, I've met so many. I went to a recent, um, well, not recent, sorry, a year ago um, forum, um, mm. Catsnium, yeah. and I met so many deadly people. That's, I was just I like, I that. cannot wait to be registered and just be a part of that community. A part of that community. Yes, it's and you're just... out here giving back to community. Absolutely, yes. yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. I can't, you know, I've always said to myself, like, I'm from North, but I live here right now mm. and I see how much work that needs to be done yeah I, I can't leave right now yeah I just need to be here for the community mm-hmm. and keep trying to work towards a better system that works for us that's so deadly sis and you know that says a lot about you and it's you know we're we're very young but it's it's a big thing to recognize and to to bear in a way, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it has to happen. In a way, we have no choice. Well, yeah. You know, it's um, it's just, yeah, we got to, it, it, it really sucks to say, but we do have to kind of suck it up. Yeah. Like, you know I, what I, mean? I, I we thought have about to be... that too. I thought at the same time, because a lot of people were, when I was experienced that, you know, discrimination and being, feeling like, you know, gaslighting, like I was yeah. feeling really backed up and that really you know i mean as your sister girl like we've known each other for years Mm, come on yeah you know and to witness you of all people to go through that was really heartbreaking for me because i know how incredibly strong in yourself yeah you know you are and you know out of all of us and our group you're the one that we you know we come for for advice because you're so rock solid you always have been you've never once doubted yourself but to see this happen to you it's it was just so shattering because I understand your passion 
Yeah. You only want to do this for yourself, for your people, yep. for, you know, you want to, you want to make sure that health is um, culturally appropriate. Absolutely. For yeah. us yep. and our communities. And, you know, it's, um, like I understand like, you know, there's the situation that, you know, that you were in and the feelings that you were dealing with. It was scary. It was really yeah. scary. And this is some real world stuff. Yeah. You know? It's that it's like you're heartbreaking because somebody can take something you love so much away from you. Yeah. Yeah. It was like but, I could hear it snapping in half. Yeah. But I didn't let it rip out. That's I thought, it. nah, you're not gonna take that from me. Yeah. And who, that... who are you to do that to me? Like it made me stop in my tracks and, and say to myself, no, you, you have every right to be here. Mm. You know, that's their opinion. Yeah. Let them go. Mm. But because they were in that position of, you know, taking it away from me, yeah. I fought. Yeah. I fought for it. You yeah. know, and I'm, I'm comfortable now from where I'm going and I'm moving forward. I've passed it and I'm just like, no, nah, I'm just not even going to, you know, think negative, yeah. hold myself up high and just keep going on That's with it. my studies. The only way to go is up and you're on the home stretch. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, I'm how, so happy. It's how, just like... <laughs> how much left? Well, so I'm, I've got my um, summer clinic coming up and then I go back to uni. So basically next year, fingers crossed, I yeah. graduate. Yay. Yeah, slow and steady. We'll see how I go, but I'm ready to graduate. Like I'm yeah. ready to just get yeah. it done. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so exciting, you know, and it's, it's, you know, it's very seldom. Like, I mean, I've got a lot of friends who are at university and I've got a lot of friends who have graduated, like, you know, Maddie, Amber. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, yes. so deadly. Like, you yeah. know, Demi. Um, Demi, yeah. like, come on. Like, Tanika. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. And it's, it's just, it's so heartwarming. It's like, yes, we're doing it. They're all in Slowly, the health but world, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's, um, you know, I mean, I'm in the same boat. I can't wait till I like graduate. Like, I see them. I, I hope they listen to listen in too because, like, they are um, some of my inspiration as well. It's like, as young sister girls, yeah. I just look at them and think, damn, like, you did this. And Hell I'm yes. here right behind you. Hell yes. Yeah. So, so it's incredibly really proud. Yeah, it's so <laughs> exciting. Like, you know, they're, you know, they're younger than me, but they're just, they're so inspiring. Yeah. Like, it's just such an amazing thing. Like, I know there's other younger sister girls too that have, you mm. know, become doctors and stuff. I'm just yeah. like, oh, I just, you know, they make me want to just keep working harder. And that's it, you know. I mean, it's true. We've got an entire community behind us cheering us on, you know. And because um, it, yeah, it's a hard world out there. And, you know, it's just nice to have your people in your corner yeah absolutely because in all reality you know these institutions the this uh, education system i'll say it they are built for us to fail yeah you know why do you think there are places like jambana mm -hmm. uh wulianga yeah they're you know these are the indigenous centers at the universities because yes we do require this support because you know not a lot of us mob are, you know, finishing high school. Yeah. And, you know, it's complex. That's a that's for another discussion. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the, there's a lot of stats behind that to reasons why. And, you know, it's um, it comes back to that whole how do we as Aboriginal people 
you know, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people keep our culture and also walk in the white world, in yeah. the colonised, you know, the big cities, the urban environments, you know, how, how do we walk those as well but also keep ourselves? Yeah. You know? Oh, it's just, yeah, I know. Yeah. But we're getting there. We're, we are. You know, you know we're evolving as we are. people and we are. we're really pushing to, you know, create, um, you know, put our culture first as well. Yes. And making it very known that yeah. there's ways to do things. Yeah. And, you know, and I think people are slowly listening and it is yeah. getting there. But it's just, you know, there's good people out there that keep fighting that fight. And we're still for sure. pushing yeah, for it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look at you. I mean, you're doing it every day. You rock up at the hospital. Sis, you have completely embodied the art of living in two worlds. Yeah, you're a strong it's tough. cultural woman. Yeah, you, are. you speak your language. You know, you. I see you pass that on to your son, I and know, that's so special. It's yeah. so special because a lot of us black fellas have lost our yeah. language. I'll pass it to you, mom, too. Like, I know. All the sisters yeah. understand when I'm oh, talking. Oh, trust me. Like I, I, I'm surprised that I'm like, oh my god, I know what's going on. Like, yeah. you know, because yeah, I'm not Torres Strait Islander, but you know, <laughs> but you, you understand. I get it. Uh, yes, I do. Um, but yeah, speaking of culture and dance, yes, yes, you're back in your dance again. It's been how I long am. since you've been dancing? So I think about four weeks now. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know what, I just, well, it was a sister girl. She, she's built up her own dance academy mm. and, um, I saw that they were doing over 18, um, classes mm. and I thought, oh yeah, why not? You know, yeah. support black businesses. I was just like, you know, sister yeah. girl, I'll get a part of it. And, um, yeah, the first night I went in, it just, you know, I thought to myself, oh, I can't, I can't do this. Mm. <laughs> like, I didn't know how my body was going to take it. And, um, yeah, all of a sudden it just, I just bounced into this, my old self, really. Yeah. And I was just dancing again and it felt so good. Not just physically, but mentally. Like my mental space had just—I forgot what it felt like. Yeah. Like to feel the passion. Mm. So it's a whole different thing. Like it's because like falling in love. Yeah. Over again. Like it's just. What a feeling. I can't even explain. Like it's just yeah. like a, you know, like a man that you love so much. And you're Ooh. just gonna love him. Damn. That's what dance. Oh my god. That's Shit. what dance feels oh like for me. Like it just Ooh. feels like I can just escape with this this feeling that is gonna hold me and make me centered and protect me for the rest of my life. It just feels so mm. good. Yeah. Like mentally, and I can escape just by movement. Like it's just oh. Anyways, so yeah, I've been getting back into it, and it just feels oh I can't even I can't even tell you. I just love like love dancing. Yeah. yeah that's deadly yeah so that's like one of the things that i've been getting back into mm, what else are you doing you in harlem um so yeah we my son does muay thai oh and he's been doing that since he was three he's had a bit of a break but he's back into it and then i decided that <laughs> no you did it <laughs> i did i thought oh gosh can i do this i thought if i can dance and move around the way that i do i can do 
yeah. tied, like I a mean, real physical. Yeah. Scene. In saying that, says you did break your leg. Remember? Yes. We so, forgot to mention that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I played rugby league, broke my leg. You know, don't play in your thirties. Oh, oh, <laughs> my shit. mother told me. Scratch but... that. She's twenty five. <laughs> yeah, my mother said, "Don't play." You know, you're pushing it. And when you look, uh, yeah, did my ACL, ACL, ACL. Oh, <laughs> did my ACL knee reconstruction. It's all fixed, so I'm I bounce back. I'm ready to just you know play sport again, and yeah. you know do all the regular things that I used to do. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm just started Muay Thai. Love it. Deadly. Like, it's just, oh, I didn't realize how much power I had. Girl, you are strong. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, I know that, but, like, just, you know, that kind of re- release. Yeah, the quick so, and the snap. Boom. Yeah, like, I yeah. still got it. I was like, oh my God, oh. I was thinking, like, I'm real young. and Don't worry about her. <laughs> she can throw these hands. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing that. But, like, you know, if I'm just chilling, like, for, like, day-to-day kind of, like, life, like, mm. me and my son, we just, you know, we, we hang out. We love to hang out. We've um, recently just bought ourselves journals and, um, oh. yeah, I've been getting him to write, to practice oh, his writing. Like, that's and, so special. Yeah, he writes in there. He recently put a sticker on his book and saying, no mums allowed. Oh, so, okay. All right, <laughs> yeah, Matthew. He's done that, but it's it's um really good that he's able to reflect because that's part of you know part of midwifery is always reflecting yeah um on your work um but yeah so we journal right we just hang out go to the park we skate yeah and um yeah beach whatever just all the normal things that yeah you know mums and bubs families do Yeah. yeah no that's lovely all right so now I want to introduce a new segment to the podcast. Okay. Yes, I did put this up on my Instagram story, uh-huh. but unfortunately I got no uh, feedback. That's all right. Oh, I saw it. So <laughs> I saw I was waiting for this. Rude. <laughs> and so anyways, you know what? I'm just throwing us in the deep end and we're going to do What's the Tea with Tegan. <laughs> Here we go. So, you know, part of this segment is that I am encouraging guests to bring, you know, a story that they think is, you know, could be funny. So, you know, funny, uh, juicy. Like, stories ooh. about us because we got a lot of stories. Oh, my God. Okay. Look. Okay. Are you sure you're this tea? Because <laughs> this is not a tea. This is a pot. I know. Oh, my God. It's a whole damn kettle. Um, but, no, uh, maybe not stories about us. But <laughs> I don't think you're all ready for that. I'll pick the good ones. I'll pick the good ones. We've had some crazy times together. But, um. Yeah, no, it's totally up to you, though. You know, so one story that you think is really funny that you think the listen, listeners like, are going to be like, oh, my God. So, oh, my God, you put me on the spot. There's I know. so many. There are. Just trying to think. <laughs> what? Oh. So tell us, Renee, what's the tea? I don't know. I think, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go from, like, all the people that I, that know me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they're listening, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I'm just, and even like my family, like they, everyone knows how I am, you know, very confident. I ooze confidence. Yeah. I'm very, you know, um, assertive, I guess. That's and great. And just straightforward. Love it. Um, and, I, and I'm not shame. Like, you know, I, I mm. hold myself with, you know, pride. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there is, I suppose, one thing about me, like if I'm out and about, yep. 
I always seem to grab people's attention. Or I, I just have a face or, or it's not, I don't know what yeah. it is. Okay. I like where this is going. No, but keep going. you know what yeah. I mean. Like, and you, I'm pretty sure you witnessed this. It's Girl, just, don't worry. I don't know we, if it's yeah. if I've got a friendly face or whatever it is. You're people, very demanding. Well, people mm. always yarn to me and then like, you know, a lot of my family will say, you know everybody. And I, I might not even know these people. Yeah. But, you know, I love that about me too because it's just so – I think that's one of my strengths mm. is being able to engage and, and talk to anybody. Yeah. You know, anyone. All right. Um, but Which is a great strength to have, by yeah. the way. And, like, I mean, I'm really social. Like, yeah. That, that doesn't bother me. Like, and, and my son's social as well. I think he, he gets that from me. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But where I'm going with this is I'm talking about, you know, nights out. I know there oh was one God. episode <laughs> with one of my, my cousin brothers. Mm-hmm. And the end, there was an NBA team in town. And he was just fresh. I took him out. I think you were there with us. I don't know. And we went to the casino. And... Though some of the players didn't even care that he was standing with me and they were like, you know, trying to holler at me, however oh, they say. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, oh. my cousin brother was like, this happens all the time with you. And I thought to myself, yeah, I know. But, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, I just keep going on about yeah, my business. That's it. But, you know, same thing, like, you know, when people, even if it's not even that sort of like attraction thing, it's just that they're very friendly. Yeah. So, like, people like Usain Bolt, Tim Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All those people. You've been there. So I have. I was here. I, yeah. My okay. Yeah. I'm this, your witness. This is tea, yes, tea. I am tea. Yes, it is. This is the tea. This oh is a God. few years back. Ooh. I can't remember why he was in town, but Usain Bolt was here. And um, I remember that night. Weren't we two out? It was just you and I? It was. Yeah, we oh went out God. one night. Oh God, yeah. I think it was um, we were meeting – the boys, it was the boys' birthday. We we're meeting the, yes, the yeah. yeah. So we were out, and Usain Bolt was there. And the the place that we went to is it's pretty, you know, uptown. Is it even open anymore? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Yeah, don't they're probably closing now. I think, yeah. So, you know, for our listeners who are 18 and over, um, <laughs> you know, if you've ever been to the club, well, up the top is what used to be Hugo's, yeah, Hugo's Lounge. So that was yeah. sort of like our spot for ages, also. Yeah. <laughs> Full disclosure, this was in the cross. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the place to be apparently. <laughs> I don't even know if it's still kicking, but yeah, he was he was in the club and um Tegan and I we walked in and and it, it was really weird because when we walked in we just see this big tall black man. He is huge. He oh, like oh over God, really tall, tall, tall over huge. everybody. So you could just see this head. And he was ducking and weaving the minute oh, he saw us two. And that neck broke. He was right. like, yeah. He was like, <laughs> like looking like, who's these two? Bobbing and, and weaving. And I'm tapping Teague and I'm going, bolt, 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 bolt. <laughs> like, holy crap, there's actually Usain Bolt there. Fastest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tegan turns to me, she's like, who's that? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, but, yeah, and he actually, he um sent – Oh, I think, I don't know if it was his security or bodyguard, whatever it was. Yeah. And to come over, but the security of the club, you know, um, kind of ushered Tegan and I away. But he ended up passing us and he was just like, hey, sisters. Oh. And we were like, oh, 
you know, he was just happy to see, you know, other sister girls in the club. It was, it was so cool, though. Yeah. Um, it, it, that was a deadly night. I mean, we always had fun out. Yeah. But, like, to have, like, you know, an Olympic champion be like, hey, sisters. I was I like, know. oh, shit. Yeah. Um, well, we were the only sisters in the club, too. So, yeah. He that, could definitely yeah. spot us out. He recognized. <laughs> yeah. He was he recognized. recognized. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun night, really. <laughs> Oh, it cracks me up when yeah. I think about it because I've I've had a lot of these type of incidents or episodes, and with you too. I know we've lived through a lot together, and we the really si- have. What about the Sydney Swan guys? Oh my freaking god! We didn't even know that. Like when they oh. saw we play football, and we're like, what kind of football? I was like, I don't know you guys. We don't know I haven't seen you on the TV. AFL. So, um, but that was a hell of a night. That's another, you know, maybe maybe we'll have you on the podcast again. And we can have another what's yeah, the tea? late night tea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we can pour some red. <sighs> yeah. But, yeah, that, that that's most some definitely. I got is... a lot of tea. I know you I do. I got the leaves, actually. Yeah, you do. Oh, the tea leaves. Damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's, you know, what's the tea with Tegan? Thank you. I Renee, love that. Thank you. Sharing with us. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm totally part of that story, so I already knew what was up. But... <laughs> You know, it's always fun having a sister telling it and sharing it. And, you know, I'm so glad that you could do this with me. Thank you. I'm so proud of you too. Like, oh, thank you for yes. having me on here. This is really cool. I'm so excited to see your journey and where this goes. It's going to be thank really you. cool. Oh, okay. So uh, this concludes our podcast. So, yes, um, guys, please stay tuned. We will most definitely have our next episode up. Make sure you're following me on my socials black girlish podcast both on twitter and instagram so yes one last hurrah thank you renee Urpi, Barney. that's me yes okay <laughs>